Hi, and welcome to Ways and Takes, episode 64. I don't have a player for you. Uh, Dustin Pedroia, uh, rookie season. Dustin Pedroia, rookie season. Dustin Pedroia. <laughs> Excuse me. Good way to start it. Uh, I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. How we doing, boys? Great. Living the dream. First order of business, Tucker, fraud. Yeah, yeah. first first order of business, winners and losers. Today, uh, this week's biggest loser is Tucker. Now, Tucker, um, if you remember famously on this podcast, called out Big Tooth, said, wisdom teeth, if you get your wisdom teeth out, you're a fraud. Uh, they, they don't really exist. It's just Big Tooth's ploy to get money out of you. Well, not one month later, Tucker was told, your wisdom teeth are ruining your mouth they're coming out, out or you're dying and he is laid up in bed right now um, but uh tucker big tooth gotcha uh yeah i'd just like to say about this uh i had a doc's appointment about a week after that episode and in that episode they told me that i needed to get my wisdom teeth out immediately i think they probably put me under during that doc's appointment fucked with my mouth and i think that's what started this whole thing um, I have another loser. It's me. I did not put up the poll. Uh, just time kind, kind of forgot with everything going on with March Madness, but I'll do it tomorrow. So we'll get those scores updated for you next week. Um, other losers. I mean, any is anyone feeling confident about their bracket right now? Because I'll, I'll put myself on the loser oh. list for my bracket. Cam, you filled out 25 brackets. How many of them are looking nice right now? No, not a single one. Dylan, actually, Dylan's one bracket. Is higher than all twenty five of mine. I'm feeling so. pretty good. It's more of a power couple thing, Lene and I right now. I think Dylan's in the like eighty fifth percentile right now. It's pretty good. Eighty eighth maybe. I think it's higher than that. Well something we didn't uh, explain last week when we were doing our brackets was that we all invited in some special ladies in our lives to participate in our bracket competition. Um, this is uh, this means that it was my girlfriend, Christina, Dylan's girlfriend, Linnea, Cam's girlfriend, Lindsay, and Tucker's mother, my aunt, Jackie. Um, <laughs> and um, they, I, for a while, Christina was blowing everybody out of the water. She was, like, up big. She ended up not doing as well. She's dropped down to me. But uh, currently, as the brackets sit in our group, it's kind of funny. It's... Um, Dylan, one, Linnea, two, Tucker, three, Jackie, four, Cam, five, Lindsay, six, Christina, seven, me, eighth. So, and me being in last, by the way, not surprised at all. I always do poorly on this, so. You're bad at fantasy sports, whether it's bracket stuff. I mean, if Baylor, football. oh no, Jackie at Baylor, too, I was going to say. I mean, go FSU at this point. We'll talk about our, our favorites a little bit later. I have a winner, Gonzaga. Two straight double-digit wins. So that, far, so good. I'll give you a win also there, Also, loser, so me, and, me and Dylan, Ohio State. Trey, yes. loser, Florida. Uh, Cam, loser, calling Oral Roberts the worst 15 seed in the tournament. They are actually the best four seed. <laughs> they are the best fifth seed and up according to this because they're in the sweet 16 so and uh uh loser to me tucker and cam big bet losses mm. yeah so, that hurt uh i can explain the parlays the first parlay was doomed we hit one game out of five wasn't as mad about the second one because we hit four out of five and the one that we lost with Baylor, minus 11, minus 10 and a half, they were up by 11. And in garbage time, with five seconds left, they just let them drive to the hoop for a last second bucket and $200 down the drain because they <laughs> were like, oh, what's the difference between living, losing by, winning by nine and 11, right? No. So, Damn so, it. Yeah, that was a tough one. Or Kansas, rather. It was Kansas, not Baylor. Well, we can uh, dive oh, more in depth. Oh, yeah, Kansas versus yeah. Washington. We can dive more in depth about uh, March Madness uh, after Waste It Takes, but I want to get to Waste It Takes first. 
Does anybody else want to leave off? Lead off. I have one. I'm ready to go. But if 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 anyone wants me to, uh, yeah, I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, I was watching the tournament, and um, directly after the first four game, I knew who my favorite team in the tournament was. And at this point, after watching uh the round of 32 and the round of 64, I'm convinced UCLA is a Final Four team. This team just has the it factor. I don't know what the it factor is, but they lost their second best player pre-tournament, and they've just been playing fantastic. I mean, I love them. Just they're the only key. They've won three games already in this tournament. I think they win the next two. What do they have? They have Alabama, and then either Michigan and Florida State. I think they come out of that conference. I love UCLA for some goddamn reason. Uh, Juzang and Haim Haquez are just absolute studs, and yeah, I love this team. All right, well, let me just get into mine, because it's not going to be very in-depth. So I watched very little of UCLA. I watched some of them when I was over at your place, Tucker, the other night. I was just catching glimpses of the game, so I wasn't really paying attention. I did not see them play Alibi Christian, but I'll say I don't think they're going to make it to the Final Four. Looking at their two wins... Yeah, they're they're three wins. size win. Yeah, but the two the two tournament wins, the two like actual wins. Like yes, Michigan playing State's game. best win. <laughs> huh? Michigan State's their best win. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Oh, so they they beat they Michigan beat BYU. State, which is legit. They beat BYU, which is to me doesn't really seem like that big of a win. And then they beat Alibi Christian. So. Um, Abilene. Abilene, 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 whatever. Abilene, Abilene Christian. The first, I love Abilene Christian because the first college that comes up whenever you make a player in any sport because it's the first alphabetically. Wherever they go to school, if you don't pick a school, they go to Abilene Christian. Well, anyways, going back to Abilene Christian, I didn't even know who they were, so that proved my point. These are two wins against, well, two wins against decent teams. I'd say one win against a decent team, one win against a good team, and one win against a bad team. So I, they're not going to make it past Bama roll time. Well, also, shout-out Tucker for saying horns up um, when they they got beat by Abilene Christian. Also, Abilene Christian, dirty. I said this not on air, but I was high on Abilene Christian going in. Um, they're actually the shortest team in the tournament on average, fun fact. But um, my take on UCLA is they're the kind of team that if you watch them during the regular season and, you know, got got a bond with Jaime Jaquez and Juzang and, and Jules Bernard before the regular season, they're the kind of team you take because now you know players on the team. Once you know players on the team, you're going to take them. Um, but they're not – they're a basketball school. I'll take that. And I'm rooting for them because I have them in a team draft with my friend Ben Herrick. Um, that being said, I don't think that they make it out. They're gonna play Bama. Bama is not not. Not. Oh no, they're pretty good actually. I don't know. I don't think they have it. I don't think they have the speed to keep up with Bama. Um, defensively, they're pretty good, but. I don't think they're going to be able to handle it. I love, I love that that UCLA is, is in your heart. I hope that they win so that FSU can play them next. But uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, just a little FYI, I also have a bet that has Johnny. It was a player where you pick player draft, and I have Johnny Juzam and Haim Haquez. So I might have a little bit of a bias towards those two because of that. Dylan, you got anything on it? Uh, no. The only thing I'll say is, uh, Tuck, you sound pretty good. Thank you. Can't really tell. I appreciate that. I'm surprised. All right. I have a take. Uh, looking at some of the, 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 the winding down of um, free agency was this past week. You know, we had the big boom early, and then you just kind of had the sprinkle of signings going through. Um, you know, you had the guys, the quarterback signing here and there, you know, Dalton, Trubisky, uh, Flacco, uh, just these veteran guys that probably aren't going to have a chance to start anywhere. So, 
Uh, there's a team that I think is there's a team that has their last. They just signed a quarterback, and this team has had success without having, you know, that really good quarterback, but they just signed a quarterback, and I don't think he's the answer. So I'm talking about the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears have legitimately never had a quarterback, ever. George Blanda went to the Hall of Fame as their quarterback, um, as their best quarterback in the 80s. Hold on, when did he play? Yeah, I know he, he went in the 80s. Um Oh, yeah, he played in the 50s. So they haven't had a quarterback since the 50s, 50s, 60s. Um, and before that, they had uh, their, uh, what was his name? Patty Driscoll, luck, who was a, was a quarterback, defensive back, and the head coach, and the kicker. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> Luck. Sid Luckman, too. Sid Luckman, who was a quarterback and a D-back from 1939 to 1950. So they literally haven't had a quarterback since 1960. Um, well, they've won Super Bowl. Band. They won... Yep, they won the 85 Super Bowl. You know, they've... they've... So, them standing Andy Dalton is not the answer. They're going to be picking high in the draft next year, and I'll tell you who the future of this team is. And it's very, very ironic who the future of this team is because the last time this team was really looking for a quarterback in the draft, they decided, you know what, we're going to go with the UNC product. They're going to do that in 2022. They're going to draft Sam Howell out of UNC, who's slated as one of the top prospects in the class. They're going to sign Sam Howell. Uh, they're going to draft him early in the draft. I don't know if it'll be number one. Um, and I'll throw in a little sprinkle take. That's not really part of the take. He's going to be a bust. So that's my take. Sam Howell to the Bears in 2022 draft. Yeah, so I'll jump in on this. Um, I don't think they will purely because I think after taking Mitch Trubisky, they can't take a UNC quarterback again. Yeah, that does. Like, after well, last time, say. like, I don't think the it doesn't matter. He, I think it's the opposite. I think they'll pass on Sam Howell, even though they'll think he's the best quarterback, because of the Mitch Trubisky effect. So I think that no matter what, they Mitch won't Trubisky take him, and it's going to end up biting them in the ass. They're going to take the next quarterback, and it's going to fuck them. They I'll did up. Oh. Holy crap. Damn, what's going on there? Somebody taking a shower? No. All right. He's, yeah, he's having issues. Um, so, I mean, they outsmarted themselves. They, you're right. They might outsmart themselves. They outsmarted themselves in the Mitch Trubisky draft. You had guys sitting there. Like this Mahomes kid's out of Texas Tech, he's got a big arm, or yo, we got Deshaun Watson, like national champion, elite athlete, and they're like, you know what, we're going with the guy from UNC that played in the Russell Athletic Bowl that Cam and I were at in 2016. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know, but I think that if he's the best quarterback available, if he goes out and he, and he plays up to his expectation, and he's the best quarterback available to picking, their spot, I think they'll pick them. I think they, they, they outsmarted themselves last time. They're not going to do it again. Um, it doesn't matter where he went to school. It's, you know, it, it, if anything, they'll be more used to hit, to transitioning the system with him. But, Dylan, any thoughts? I was kind of on Tucker's side there with they wouldn't pick the same guy from the same school just for, like, I don't know, karma reasons or something, like like you said. Um, but now I'm kind of I'm kind of on your side, so I think they might do it. If he's the guy, then he's the guy. Who cares what school Cam? he comes from? This is incorrect. Um, he, <laughs> I've never heard of him before. You mentioned him. Um, there's a whole season left. He's to definitely play. not the guy. He's not going to be. He's not. He won't even be in the top three conversation come next year. I'm telling you that right now. I don't know who this guy is. I would have heard of him by now. Um, <laughs> he's going to be a, a third-round guy, I'll say, just because he ain't it. I've never heard of him. That being he's said, a pretty Arch well-known guy. Arch Manning, 2025. Tucker, you said, Trey, before we even got on air, Trey said, yo, Tucker, you ever heard of this guy? And you go, 
Um, the name sounds familiar. And then I thought it was like, I thought like someone followed him on Instagram named it. So I was like, how do I know that name? How do I know that name? Like, he was like, what college quarterback? I think he was talking football related. I would have known immediately. In his sophomore season, he passed for 3,600 yards, 30 TDs, and seven interceptions. Well, seven. That's that's bad numbers. Uh, Arch Manning, 2025, going to the Giants. That's that's so irrelevant to the take. Uh, Tucker, what's up with UNC quarterbacks? Why is like are they bad? Are they good? Like, what's the deal? I think the coach is just really good there. What's his name? Um, the coach is just really good developing players there. I mean, they just signed him to a huge deal. He's kind of rebuilding the program. So I think when Team C guys coming out of there, they're starting to believe in him. So that's my current thoughts on it. But I honestly have no idea. I guess this they're is just my, lucky. This is my first time seeing Sam Howell, and he kind of looks like a, like a Chicago Bears quarterback from his face. He does. He's the face of a Chicago Bears quarterback. All right, who's got the next take? I'll go last. It's fine, I can go. Um, I had a little trouble unmuting myself. My take's NBA, so we might hit all, all four different sports. I don't know what Dylan's got, but LeVar Ball came out recently and said that of all three brothers – got on the same team, they would be unstoppable. Now, my take is that all three brothers, Bonzo is a free agent, coming 2021. He's going to go to the Hornets. That's the only possible way for this to work is if they go to LaMelo. Lonzo goes to the Hornets. They make moves for him. Jello's not hard to get. Literally just bring him up. Um, Melo Jello, Zoe, all going to be playing for the Hornets at the beginning of the 2022 season. That's my take. <laughs> I like this take a lot, Cam. Um, first of all, let me let me just let me just address something in your take. This take is really if if Lavar was smart, he would have said if Lamelo and Lonzo get on the same team, they'll be unstoppable. Because Jello is a non-factor. He's a bum. He's always been a bum. You know, he, he screwed himself. He got arrested in China. Trump had to bail him out or whatever. Um, he, he just didn't pan out. I think he – is he even in the league right now? I don't know if he's – he's like – I thought I saw he was with Detroit or something, something like that. Anyways, um, so, you know, if, if the three brothers got on the same team, um, Jello is going to be a non-factor. He's going to ride pine. Um, as far as, I mean, I guess the take isn't if they'll do good. Um, the take is just that they'll be on the same team. So, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and agree with this. I think they will manufacture it. Um, cause, you know, I could see, I could see Lonzo and Melo playing together, but as far as, uh, LiAngelo goes, he can screw right off. He's a bum. Tucker? Yeah, I don't think this is going to happen. Just because when was the last time you heard of LeVar? Like, I haven't seen LeVar Ball anywhere. I don't think he has the sway he used to have. Made the news. And I don't know. I'm just not buying it anymore. If you told me this idea, like, a year ago, and every like everywhere you looked, every TV channel is just LeVar Ball, LeVar Ball, LeVar Ball, then probably believe it, but I'm not sure anymore. He doesn't have to have sway, though. He's a... Uh, Lonzo's a free agent, so he can do whatever he wants. And if it's up to the Hornets if they're interested in him, I mean, if they're interested in him, then they'll make it happen. I mean, he's obviously going to be interested in them because he's always, you know, it seems like he's always wanted to play with his brother, so. Did on anything? Now, as a owner of a basketball club, I would not want to do this. But that being said, I would not be surprised if, an NBA team decided to do this. And the Hornets, I mean, New Orleans is a trash organization. They might be good. It's, it's, it's Charlotte, actually. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> it used to be the New Orleans, and then now then they switched to Charlotte, right? Right? Because it was the Bobcats. Oh, the, no. the last time I knew anything about the NBA, it was when the Charlotte Bobcats were a team. So... 
that's my extent of knowing anything about the Hornets. They're definitely garbage. They might have a good season here or there, but I don't, I don't care. So I wouldn't be surprised if they bring this in, especially if this team's a bottom-tier team in the league. Um, so I think they would want to do it because this will sell tickets. I That's what I mean. If they're a bottom-tier team, I wouldn't be surprised if they live into their get into the hype about it and promote the crap out of it and all this baloney. Look, they played for Chino Hills all together, and they were very good. I granted, against high schoolers. Yeah, like, granted, Jello isn't the guy. Whatever. You can make a spot for him. You can sell tickets. You can sell jerseys. I'm actually, like, nominating myself for take of the year when this happens. This is, this is publicity stunt up the wazoo, but the NBA might bite on this. I think it's very feasible. It's right. Lonzo Ball is very good. Like it's not just that. Like he's actually good. The Jello part is the for the stretch. There's there's not really an issue signing Lonzo Ball. He's good, and if he plays with his brother, and they have chemistry, then it's it's not a it's not too far fetched. The, he'll just be like he'll just be like the 18th man who only dresses for like four games a year. I didn't. I, I didn't think that the uh, the other one was as, was that good though. Lonzo, and then who's the other one? Lamelo. Lamelo's Lamelo's falling. Yeah, the Lonzo. I thought Lonzo was like not that good. No, Lonzo's very good too. He's solid. He's not great. He's right. solid. Not an All Star, but he's he's not he's top three on his team. Okay. All right, then I could get behind it. Then I mean, if you're a family, like. There's a, there's a lot of sports where uh, where brothers end up on the same team. Like hockey, it happens all the time. The Lopez brothers, the Gasol brothers, the Mario brothers. Uh, all right, I like that take, Cam. That's a good one. That is a good take. The McNinch, the McNinch cousins on the CYC team. <laughs> yeah. That's facts. We could we could talk more about that later, but uh, still, go ahead. All right, mine's also basketball take. Um, mine's going to be college basketball but basketball in general hold, wait hold up tuck are we losing you is that viking no. kicking in no all right. no, no I'm all good, right, you're good, good i think <laughs> I, I don't know all right um so perks on this podcast we've taken viking on this podcast <laughs> it's always popping it is wasted takes um so my take is in regards to basketball strategy the end of the day, if you got the ball in your hand and it's like final possession, you got to score to win, you're an absolute fraud and you're a loser if you don't take it to the rack. I am sick and tired of watching dudes dribble the ball out at half court for 15 seconds, wait to start a play, and then do some sort of jibba jabba, step back, fade away three to try to win the game. As not how you win basketball games. I don't know why I see it as much as I do. You're an absolute loser and a fraud if you just do a step-back shot. You have to drive to the hole. I saw three games in the round of uh, 64 and 32 where it came down to the wire and some dude just chucked up a three on last possession, and it was just so frustrating. So you're a fraud if you take a jump shot at the end of the game. You've got to take it to the rack. Okay, I like this take um, because I know from watching basketball that I've seen, you know, every time there's a close game, it's usually pros. I don't really watch too much college outside of tournament games. But in the pros, like when I'm watching the Celtics and Jason Tatum has it with 20 seconds left, he's just dribbling, 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 top of the key, dribbling, dribbling. I'm like, dude, go to the rack. Go to the rack. Draw a foul. Get a good shot, like kick out, just go to the rack. And what does he do? He takes two slaps to his right and hits a fadeaway jumper. Sometimes it goes, sometimes it doesn't. I I agree, Dell. I like to see guys try to get physical, try to go to the rack, take the easy shot. I you know I understand if they all collapse on you, it's going to be a tough shot. That's why you do it a little earlier, a little preemptively, and then you kick it to your guy and he hits the open shot. So, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I hate these step back. Look at me. I'm Kobe Bryant shots that are, that people take. So Tucker. Yeah, no, I'm actually fully with Dylan here. Um, 
why the hell don't they drive to the rack? It's, it's so frustrating. Shot, like, shoot the high percent shot, and then you also have the chance of drawing a foul when you go up to the rack, versus if you take the fadeaway three, you're like, yeah, it's awesome when you make it, but like, it's so much less likely to go in. And if you're trying to win a game, then why the hell are you not driving it on that last play? It's so frustrating to me because I, I watch it happening as it's happening. I'm like, yeah, I know he's going to do this. And then it's just like, you weren't even close. Like, you get a chance to shoot the ball, go closer to the hoop. You're going to have a better chance of making it in or get fouled or draw three defenders and dish it out for somebody else. It's like, I get you want to have the ball in your best uh, player's hands at the end of the game. Like, it's your shot, like, try to win it. But. If you're a good enough player, you should be able to drive, especially if you're a guard, you should be able to drive to and draw a defender and even dish it out for an even easier look than than something that you could just fabricate out beyond, beyond the arc. So it just it just bothers me. It's a part of basketball that I don't like. Um, all right, Cam, I, I actually completely disagree with all of this. Because what I've been seeing in this tournament is people going to the rim to end the game and try to win it, and this is strictly focused on UC Santa Barbara, for, mostly for me. <laughs> and they're not getting fouled. They're not catching a foul. They think they might, but they're just throwing up shots that aren't going in. And who doesn't love better to see a three-point buzzer beater than a two-point buzzer beater? I guess if it's a jump shot, maybe it's a little different, but if you drive to the rack and make a layup to win the game, um, I will take the three-point buzzer beater every single time over that nonsense. I don't care. Anyone can make a layup. It's somewhat <laughs> luck. Three-pointers take skill. I like to step back, trace, put them up. I want to see a buzzer beater in this tournament. It hasn't happened yet. I think Penn National Gaming put on a uh, over-under one-and-a-half buzzer beater wins. And there's been zero so far, and I'm upset about it. So I want to see a buzzer beater, three-pointer, no dumb two-pointer stuff. <laughs> Shoot it for beat. See, see, as a fan, it's definitely it, that's probably more exciting. But whether it's the better shot, that's that's the bigger question. Uh, all right. Um, Waste the takes completed. Let's uh, go into March Madness. Um, so. I mean, it, it's been crazy, as always. Uh, brackets destroyed. Um, do we want to talk about some of the big games, I guess? Uh, uh, Cam, I'll let, you, I'll let you lead the conversation here. What games do you want to talk about? I mean, maybe not games, just teams. Uh, you want to, yeah. Oral Roberts is probably the first one that comes to mind. I, I really disrespected them. And it's funny because any team that I say something bad about will win. If I don't want a team to win, they will win. And it is a 100% fact at this point. If I start watching a game at the very end because I want to see the ending of it, the team that I want to win will not win. They will blow it. And it's just proven over time and time again. It's really sad. Um so I've cut down on how much I watch starting the second day of uh, the round of 32. I only watched FSU. Um, but Oral Roberts, yeah. They're, they're the team that, that I've wanted to focus on. Why did we not pay attention to the fact that they have two guys? One's averaging 19, one's averaging 24. That has to mean something. I mean, they're, I don't know. They're proving it now. Well, I know about Oral Roberts. Is I, I mean, I, I watched the Ohio State game, and I was pumped. I was rooting for them the whole way. Wanted to win. Thought they would, you know, get lucky one game, come into Florida and just get beat down. And then they screwed me. So, um, I mean, I'm not, I, as a Florida fan, I'm not really rooting for them as much as I feel like the rest of the country is. I, again, would want to see Arkansas beat them here because I got Arkansas moving ahead. Um, to the next round, so uh, I'm not fully behind them, but yeah, I mean they're they're probably the shocker of the tournament so far, right? So um, yeah, I mean they, I was surprised to see them beat 
uh, OSU, and I was a little less surprised because Florida always chokes in the tourney right around the round of 32, it seems like, every year. Um, so I wasn't as surprised. But, um, yeah, so Tucker, Oral Roberts. Yeah, I'm at a great oh, I'm at a great place right now where I don't give a fuck about my bracket anymore, so I'm just rooting for all of the biggest upsets. Dylan, Oral, do you like it? I mean, I'm I'm all in on Oral. Like like Tuck said, once your bracket's busted, you just go for underdogs all day. So I'm a big Oral Roberts fan. I mean, what a terrible school name, but they might have they probably have good teeth. So go Oral Roberts. Like how is All that? Right. How is that a school name? Well, it was almost if uh, Moorhead State didn't screw up their game, it was almost Oral Roberts versus Moorhead State, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so it, this um, just big. Is this just Big Tooth getting even more back in Tucker? Oral Roberts. <laughs> it's a tough week to have a mouth surgery. It's a um, tough week. Oral tooth hurts. <laughs> um, what was the other one? I just was. I damn it! I just had a train of thought. Oh, Big Ten. Let's talk about the Big Ten. Big tooth. The Big, Big Ten's ten. a joke. Big Ten. Big tooth. Big Ten. Big Ten's a joke. Every single team in that conference is garbage. Um, so, I mean. They're football schools. They're football schools. That's what it is. They're not basketball schools. They Lion. suck. Lion. Cam, Big Ten, your your conference. What do you got to say? I'm going to say that I should never follow my heart because I knew going in, Ohio State played down to the wire in every single game, and every single game was going to be close, and I just followed my heart too much. Um, Big Ten, frauds, including Michigan, who's going to get absolutely – embarrassed by FSU this weekend. Um, I got like, Michigan win that game. Yeah, no, we know. Well, Cam, you're going to be wrong, so it's all right. Uh, I mean, the, the Big Ten just really formed, and there's not much else I could say about it. I was convinced that whoever won UConn, uh, UConn Maryland was going to beat Bama, but apparently not. UConn would have beat them, but yeah, it's pretty sad. They're like 7-8 and eight right now in the tournament, and that's, that's not great. Michigan Florida State is the only game I have correct in the Sweet 16. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, same. Not maybe not the only one, but uh, maybe the only one. Yeah. The only reason I had Florida State going this far game was because of you. So thank you for that. But uh, Dylan, big frauds. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this year just wasn't the year for the conference. They should be demoted to the small ten. I don't think they deserve Big Ten anymore. <laughs> So I like that. I like that take. Uh, small ten coming at you, twenty twenty two, maybe uh, a little comeback season. Tucker, any thoughts at all? Uh, Big Ten's frauds. Pac twelve's the greatest conference in basketball. Um. All right. Let's talk, Sister Jean. Sister Jean is willing Loyola Chicago to another semi Cinderella run. Um. So, I mean, I haven't watched any of Loyola's games. I just know Sister Jean is, like, actually actually just have, like, a pact with God that's like, okay, this team's going to play shitty now because I'm, I'm married to God. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, Cam, do you have anything else on actual basketball analysis on Loyola Chicago? Yeah, I do. Um Outside of the God factor, which anyone who bet against them on a Sunday is going to be smited <laughs> other ways than that bet. Um, I couldn't believe it when Noah Johnson texted me. It was like, I took Illinois minus this, and then I live bet them a half. I was like, dude, it's Sunday. And Sister Jean <laughs> just gave the scouting report of the year, and they're doing exactly what she just said. But other than that, they actually play really good. Um, they're, they're actually, I'm going to compare it to a team. Not skill-wise, but they play the similar type of basketball to uh, Gonzaga in the sense that not as fast-paced and can score it well, but they don't get, like, deteriorated. Like, they don't – if they go down a bucket or two or team starts to come back, like Illinois got within six twice in the the last ten minutes of the game, 
instead of letting them have that momentum, they just came right back and scored, and they don't give in to that. So they're actually a really good team. Uh, I expect them to beat Oregon State pretty handily, and then they'll probably get beat by Syracuse, but I think that'll be a good game, Buddy Buckets. Uh, the Fighting Illini, by the way, I mean, that name can only get you so far. It's gonna, You're going to run into a problem with that name. Uh, Dylan, oh, sis- Sister Jean, what do you think of her? Well, Sister Jean's 101. Um, she's not going to be around much longer. We we got to get her a championship. I, I don't I don't think this school has ever come close. Uh, I'm I'm all on board. We got to get her that win before she croaks. Um, I think once she dies, this team will never make the tournament ever again. There, he's she's the saving breath of this organization. So, um. Keep Sister Jean. So we, we <laughs> gotta gotta get her the win before she uh, kicks the bucket. Fun fact. Fun fact. Loyola Chicago won the championship in 1963. So. All right. So she was alive that one. So she's got one. But it doesn't matter unless you win two. <laughs> she was still an alumni, very deep. She was old <laughs> yeah. in 1963. She was she was no spring chicken. In she was 50. She was 50. <laughs> Yeah, she or was, 40, she 40, was 40, 40, sorry. She was 40. All right, not that old, but... Double, she was double life out of college. On the worst side of she, 40, though. She, yeah. she's, too, she's the same. She's twice as old as Cam is. When they, <laughs> she was a mother and had kids that possibly could have been going to the school. So that's still crazy. Um, God's on her side, whether you believe it or not. Talk, give me some, give me some Sister Jean hate or something. Give me everybody. No, Jean. I love Sister Jean, but do you know who I love more than Sister Jean? I'm gonna need you all to Google it right now. Cameron Crutwig. Everyone, please look up Cameron Crutwig right now. The star of Loyola. Don't need to. Do you, do you know who he is, Cam? Yeah, they're they're comparing him on Twitter to the. Oh local yeah. Guy. The local cop and the old lady from the town. The local cop and the local local old lady just beat Illinois. Yeah, bro. It's absolutely wild. This is the guy that beat Illinois. And, like, if you watched him play, he was incredible. By the he grace was, of God. He was absolutely incredible. This No, this man doesn't have a – this isn't the grace of God. He has a deal with the devil. It's that easy. Like, there's no way you can look like that. Like – Guys that look like that can't even play freaking 2K well, as well as this guy played basketball. He's absolutely incredible. I could not believe it. Well, this what, is something I said in a group chat before this game even happened. I said, there's nothing better in the March Madness tournament, and this is not meant to be racial in any way, than big white centers. They always have a certain look about them, and they always play harder than everyone else. Frank and, the Tank. Yeah, Frank Kaminsky. Um, I don't know. I've just seen it time and time again. Well, the, uh, the, the, wait, the, wait one sec. Pl- this, pl- this, pl- this, this plays in. This plays into the hair take because this guy is one goofy looking mother, but he can ball, and you know he doesn't care about his hair because he's he's receding. It doesn't matter. He's about there, out there trying to win basketball games. He doesn't care what he looks like. The man is an absolute tank out there. So, again, another win for the hair take. Um, all right, let's talk TikTok al- algorithm real quick, Tuck, because you changed up some things based on the TikTok algorithm. It ended up not going your way. Uh, I still have Michigan winning based on the TikTok algorithm, but what, what's your thoughts on the TikTok al- algorithm now? Uh, I hate it. It's dumb. I have my own algorithm. It's way better than the TikTok one. Um, but it's a dumb algorithm. Um, I believed in San Diego State for some reason because of this lost first round. Uh, who'd they lose to? Does anyone even remember? Syracuse. Oh, I do. Syracuse. They lost to a guy named Buddy. Oh yeah, I picked I picked this, against him. He's game. the most famous guy named Buddy since Buddy the Elf, and I hate him. Buddy healed. Buddy healed. Buddy healed. Went to the final four. Yeah, he's also in the NBA. Fair, but Buddy Beheim, 
Screw you, Syracuse. I honestly, too many people like Syracuse that's starting to make me hate Syracuse at this point. we're from this area where everybody likes Syracuse. We're not, no, we don't root for New York teams in Massachusetts. Many people do. I don't. I don't. Cam does all the time. BC's rival? I don't really know. Technically, I guess. BC's not good enough to have rivals. Yeah, BC sucks at everything. <laughs> it can't be 2-15 and be like, there's our rival. But football, they're the last game of the season. I think the basketball yeah, court's okay. their rival. Um, Alright, I want to talk about Cam's little Twitter breakdown that he had. Because Cam started feeling some type of way uh, after his tournament, the tournament started. So we had his the picture, of course, I took of Cam... Right after, like, the second episode of Wasted Takes where OSU lost in the college football playoff that I like to tweet when OSU takes L's. And Cam tweeted it out, and the seasonal has they blew it. And then he says, I don't care. I don't know what all the hype about March Madness is. Never been into it. There's NFL free agency going on. Come on. Then he said, went 15-0 as the sixth man of the year for CYC Maroon Squad. Why would I care if Ohio State lost? Um, and then he said, what what I say in my group chats directly impacts the outcome of these games. You cannot convince me otherwise. Just on a tangent, March is the worst month. Hey, <laughs> that's my birthday. Minus ten and a half, ha-ha. The other four games my parlay hit. Uh, just a just, – <laughs> so, and then he finally got a dub in uh, the women's tournament. Or no, it wasn't – no, the women's tournament, yeah. Um, and uh, said he was going to log off. So, Cam, what, what what was going through your mind? Did we lose Cam? I don't know. I just thought he was smiling the whole time, but apparently his screen's <laughs> broken. Too. Cam Red. He's muted. All right. We lost Cam. Um, but Tucker, I wanted to talk to you about his his tweet about. Oh, is he back? He's back. Cam, walk us through your Twitter breakdown. Um. Okay. So it started off with Ohio State losing. I was very upset. I posted the of me face face and palms um but the thing is I, I was never really into this in the first place i was never into march madness uh never happened and i i've much more been active in the nfl free agency land so more been paying attention to that I just happened to catch a glimpse that ohio state lost was pretty upset about it decided to just post a picture it's whatever um, I don't know where you went after that or where I went on my Twitter sphere. What did I say next? Uh, we talked uh, just all your tweets. You just talked about going 15 and 0 with six man of the year. Why do you care about OSU? What you say in your group chats directly impacts the outcome of the games. Then your tweet about Kansas and your parlay saying March is the worst month, and then finally getting a win in the women's tournament. Yeah, so it wasn't a it was a loss, but I'll get there. Um, 15 and 0 in CYC. That's kind of the only basketball I've paid attention to in a while. Haven't really been watching much. Uh, catch the news every once in a while. Um, and then after that, we talked about um, was, uh, the parlay was bad, like I talked about earlier. But that's just business. That's just sports betting. Don't really know what's going on with the team. Just kind of put in a bet that I thought I liked. Once again, don't watch college basketball. Um, and then the women's tournament. Something I hold near and dear to my heart. I took us at Boston over Georgia Tech. It was a big game. Loved it. Loved it going in. Took the Lumberjacks, the Lady Lumberjacks, and um, they blew a 17-point lead just to break my heart a little bit more. And also, did anyone else fill out a women's bracket? Because I did. Because I paid attention. I watched the game tonight. Texas A&M uh, beat Iowa State. I was ruined for... Iowa State because they were the seventh seed. Love to see an upset in that tournament, and there actually have been a few. My Twitter sphere is just—it's just words. I don't watch the tournament. Never have. For a guy that filled out 25 brackets, it's a lot of tweets about March. I liked every single one of them. I also wanted to go in more. I don't think we've ever talked about uh, the CYC team on this podcast. I kind of like to discuss that. Now, you know, we have our typical high school sports stories. Um, Dylan actually was uh, pretty good at basketball in high school, so he wasn't part of this saga. Cam ended up getting good enough, maybe through the the journey he had with our team to get onto the high school team. But um, we, Tucker and I, at least I am not good at basketball. Tucker's better than I am. Uh, Tucker could have been on the team probably if he wanted to, but you know, 
at the time when we were sophomores, we weren't very good. And we decided we're going to go play in a house league, play two years in this house league um, in Pittsfield. Uh, first year we lost in the semis. Second year we lost in the finals. Third year said, you know what, we're, we're going all in on this thing. Recruited Camo over, called him in, got him a one-year deal, came in, ran a table, went undefeated. Um, I just talk about. I just want to talk about. I mean, Dylan was a fan. Dylan came to some of the games. He snapped some pics of the uh, of the championship ceremony. Um, I just want to talk about. You know, your role with the team and your memories. You know, me. I was the defender. Couldn't score. You know, just kind of went in on all first all team defense. That's all I had to do. Took on the best player on every team. Locked him down. Played a little physical with him sometimes. And uh, you know, uh, Tucker was the shooter. Um, and Cam was the jack of all trades off the bench. Um, then we had shout out Dan Carroll, big man in the middle. Shout out Dennis Cooney, uh, goofy shot from outside that just freaking went down every time. Also a big guy that could get in there. But uh, Tuck, you were another veteran of the team. CYC, sixteen and zero. I mean, a lot of lot of talk about it on Twitter this week. Yeah, I mean, some of my fondest memories are from this. Um, Trey, you're my favorite person on the team because it made my life so much easier that I just didn't have to play defense because whoever was playing well on their team, I'd just make Trey guard them, and I'd just guard the whoever was their worst guard on the team. That was just my strategy because everyone else loved playing defense. But, yeah, um, loved every second of it. CYC was great. It almost got boring our senior year because our team got too good. I remember rooting actively against the B team just so that we could have a close enough game in the second half where we'd get to actually try. The games are also violent, like, for the three years that we played in. We witnessed multiple fights. Tucker had his nose broken. The last year we had a game shut down halfway through because the team got in a fight with a coach. But it was unbelievable. That was my bet. I remember. I'm pretty sure I started that fight that got, where the game got ended because I lo- I was a huge shit talker back. Then. Oh yeah, we all were. Cam and I would just get into people's faces and ended up like Dan coming to my like kid started getting into my face and Dan Carroll just jumped in the middle of us and started screaming at the kid and then I just walked away as everything broke out. Yeah, he did it every time. Uh, I got pushed down. He was always right there. Uh, Cam, yeah. you joined the last year. Uh, big conference final game. Um, you're the one who tweeted about it. What, what, what were you thinking about CYC? What got the brain going? You're muted. I got five points to make. Uh, the first one, going back into the fighting and stuff, um, our biggest advantage was that we were very fundamentally sound and very, very I don't know, not didn't overreact to situations like that. Shout out Coach Maybe, Al. We, Maybe we caused them, but we hit first. <laughs> we, we were the ones that didn't get caught with it. We would talk in their ear, and then they would throw punches, and we would just be like, no, yeah, it wasn't me, sir. And <laughs> that was Second point, um, I did have a big semifinal game. Semifinals, dropped 20. Uh, coming off the bench, I was sixth man of the year. It's my third point, uh, unofficially, because me and Boz kind of split minutes, but I played better. Um, wasn't the greatest score, but had to do what I had to do when players were lacking. So drop 20 in the semis versus yellow. Shout out. Chuck, are you clicking um, something? Fourth point is that I was kind of a Troy Boltman. Um, I was in a musical that year. I love Dylan, too. Dylan was also in the musical that year. I was doing both. Uh, had a lot on my mind. Had to memorize lines. Was singing during practices. Shout out to all my boys for helping me out. Um, oh, pineapple. And I did the same thing senior year when I played for the actual varsity team. Played and both sides so about four a game. But whatever. Um, and then fifth point being... Oh, the connection. We had a inbounding play where Trey would just run deep, I would be the inbounder, I would chuck it, didn't run it often, but when we did, easy money. Uh, I remember that we did score a couple of points on it, Trey made the layup, so those are my yeah, five. Big if. I remember the one, the real one that was like in the playoffs, I think, or close to the end of the year, and Cam just literally threw it the whole court, I jumped in the air, uh, landed, went right back up, and scored with a guy on me, it was electric. Um, 
great fan atmosphere for the games, too. We got a lot of our friends to come. I remember Jake Brunel had a sign for me and Cam in the championship game. Uh, Dill. Dill was at a couple games throughout the year. Oh, yeah. And um, Dill, he snapped the infamous picture of me kissing the trophy. Um, so, Dill, thoughts thoughts on the CYC team? Uh, it was a sight to behold. I mean, I've never witnessed basketball games where you play two different teams against each other in the same game at different quarters uh i did not pay attention when the b teams were in because it was absolutely abysmal to watch plus uh i mean cam was cam played a cam, lot of b, cam played a lot of b. Rock and so um i did i did enjoy uh watching one member of the team with i i don't want to i don't want to give specifics uh first name starts with an e because uh, I've known that, that kid for a while, and he's an absolute crazy person. So it was fun to watch him interact on the court and be an absolute insane person. Um, <laughs> Cam, Cam, good guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, you guys won the ship. It was great. I was there. I, I went to about, like, four different venues, uh, different games. You guys played all over the map. I loved it. A lot of travel. Um, so... I, I, I wouldn't say that I wish I played, but it looked like you guys had a lot of fun. It was fun, but yeah, I think you were doing your own thing on varsity. And, so. I, and I wouldn't say that I was good at basketball. I was good at defense. You were solid. You were solid in the paint. All right, let's move on. Free agency. Uh, let's start. Just quick quick things. Mitch to the Bills. Backup role. Anybody excited about that? Can't Tucker? Sorry, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Uh, Mitch to the Bills. What do you think? Um, honestly, kind of boring. I would have preferred him go somewhere where he could at least fight for the starting role. I don't think he's even. There's no chance he's even fighting for a starting role, right? He is going there to be a backup. Yeah. Which yeah, I no, just, I don't know. If I, if I'm Mitch, if I believe in myself, I go somewhere that. I can at least fight for the starting quarterback job. Come somewhere like New England where you can come in and maybe win a starting spot if you play well. I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Wait, no, I'll hop in too because, Tuck, the first thing I – my first reaction when I heard this was like, this guy thinks he stinks. Like, why would why would you take a backup role after being a starter for so long on a team that you could go – somewhere else and try to prove yourself as like a legitimate quarterback the guy just like packed it in and was like yeah, i'll just get paid and ride the pine so i'm a i'm a mitch Trubisky hater now we all used to like him now i hate him I think he's a bum. yeah he definitely has no confidence he thinks he's a bum and he's ready to ride pine for another few years until the uh <laughs> the, the inevitable retirement cam any thoughts on 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 that not about mitch no i think this is a good move um I don't know how much they're paying him, but such he's a, a loser, Cam. This is a soft take. Yeah, he's a backup quarterback. Uh, he doesn't deserve a starting job anywhere. Girlfriend um, went to FSU. That's that's all I got on him. Um, we talked a little Dalton to the Bears. I mean, that's not going to be uh, that's not going to be a long term deal. Um, so before we get into Pat's Cam, Giants had a bit of a week. They kind of stepped it up after our episode. Uh, made some moves. Uh, what do you think? Give us the breakdown. I love it. I love all of our pickups. Um, the big two, obviously, being Kenny Galladay uh, to start off the week, and then Dory Jackson yesterday or two days ago. The biggest thing for me is Giants players like so excited and so actively recruiting everyone and just all on board for this team. Everyone loves the atmosphere. Everyone loves the team. They're going all in. Um, I would a good amount of money right now that they win the NFC East, but I don't bet on the Giants. Um, I love all our sign- signings. I love getting Leonard Williams back. That's another big one. Maybe we overpaid him, but we're going all in. Uh, I love the fact that we're going all in for Dan Jones. I didn't at first. I didn't like him. But the fact that we're giving him this one last shot with weapons, we're like, all right, we're going to give you another shot. We're going to help you all around like the Patriots didn't do with Brady. 
Um, and if you don't do it, that's on you because we're giving you all the weapons to do it. If he does do it, great. Maybe we have a franchise guy. He doesn't have the weapons. Um, Kyle Rudolph's another signing. You were freaking out yesterday about his surgery. He's fine. He's literally going to get surgery and he's going to be back for the preseason. I'm not worried about that. Um, Giants have the worst odds to win the NFC East right now. I would love to go in on anyone with that bet because this agency market is going to be unreal. Uh, their defense is already coming together. They already signed the D-tackle back. They got Austin Johnson and DJ Hill with D-tackle. Got rid of Tomlinson. Uh, signed two wide receiver or two linebackers to help on the inside and uh, pass rush. I think we go offensive lineman in the draft, heavy, get Rishon Slater out of Northwestern. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about the Giants for the first time in a while. Um, yeah, I think they had a good week. I'm glad they're sticking with Danny. Um, all right, quickly for the Pats fans, let's go into it. Um, really no big signings in terms of, you know, getting extra guys, but we got guys back, which was huge. We got David Andrews, who I thought was over with. Um, we got James White today. We got Kyle Van Noy coming back. Um, seems like everybody's getting back together. They're all buying into this thing. We just need a quarterback now. And uh, I think that uh, they should go with Stidham. I like Stidham. He's putting out some sweet Instagram videos. Looks like he's really working on that throwing motion. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he beats everyone out. But in all seriousness, uh, they got a draft quarterback. They're going to draft a quarterback. I want Mac. Don't want Lance. We can get more into that later um, down the line. But, Tucker, what, what do you think of all the retention of the players they got? Yeah, I mean. It oh, really and Lawrence just, Guy. Forgot Lawrence yeah, Guy. Yeah, it really goes against all those people saying no one wants to play in New England. Everyone's excited to come back to New England. It seems like people are taking pay cuts to stay in New England. I mean, it seems like people really want to be here, and people are starting to buy into what Belichick is pushing. Uh, tell you what, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm shaking in my boots about week four of the season. I think we blow them out of the water. I think Patriots this year are going to be a whole different team than the Patriots last year. Yeah, Andrews took like a 50% pay cut. To come and back. His, but his salary was already a pay cut. That's the crazy part. He didn't take a, I don't think he took on. a pay cut from the Patriots. He took a pay cut in terms of he could have went to Miami for double the money, but he stayed in New England. I think no, that but a- so his last contract was less than what he could have gotten on the market, and then he be, and then he took half of his last contract to stay with the Patriots. Like I'm pretty sure what they what I read is like he could be getting paid like 14 million dollars a year, and he ended up taking four to be on the Patriots. Dylan. If that's the case, he's probably a Dumbo, but whatever. No, he's the man. He's the team captain. I mean, I like that, Stud. but whatever. Uh, get your money. That's all I got to say, but I'm happy he's back. Um, I, I, am, I am not feeling confident this season. Like you guys, Tuck just said you think uh, it's going to be a completely different team. I think it's going to be the exact same team. I like they bought a bu- they bought a bunch of pieces, but just because you buy pieces and a lot of guys that are uh, half the guys you got are like vets that are kind of on their last leg. Uh, you got to in- integrate the other players. I mean, they might be a little bit better, but I'm still seeing this team. If you got Cam Newton or Stidham at a quarterback, they're they're 500, maybe a game or maybe a game above at best. So I'm not I'm not losing I'm not getting my uh, hopes up. I agree. I think that the quarterback is – you see teams do this all the time where they buy, 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 and then the quarterback sucks and they end up sucking. So they need a quarterback. Um, I don't think they're winning the bowl this year. Could happen next year, though. You never know. So um, quickly, do we want to talk NBA trade de- trade deadline? The Celtics are being mentioned all over the place. Aaron Gordon. Um, I don't know how I feel about it because you probably got to give up Rob Williams or uh, Marcus Smart. Um, so, I mean – it's tough because I think they need an upgrade, and I think he is an upgrade. I think Rob Williams is too young to move. I think Marcus, Marcus Smart has got to be the guy, which is a shame because he's a guy that people really want because he's he knows he's like a defensive juggernaut and he really builds a culture. Um, so at the end of the day, I say stay pat with what you got. Hope 
that next year Kemba kind of comes back, see what you can do in free agency, and you know, kind of write this year off as a building year. Um, I don't think you risk getting rid of Rob Williams, who's playing really well, um, to to not not they're not going to go they're not going to win a championship this year. I think probably everybody can agree with that. And uh, so um, I don't I I don't I, w- I wouldn't do the trade. I'd stick with it. But uh, Tucker. Um. Yeah, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. I know that they do need a wing player, but it's just you. I don't want to go back to Tice. I'd rather have Rob Williams there, and I'm not sure that we can compete uh, without a guy like Rob Williams, but we also, to compete, we need a guy like Evan Fournier on the team, so it's a really tough situation we're in. If we can trade draft picks, I'd prefer that if we're in this win-now mode. But, um, yeah, it's just a really tough position to be in because you're still missing a piece. But you don't want to give up any of the pieces that you need right now to give, to get it. Bill, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you know who Aaron Gordon is? Uh, no. I will say that the Celtics are 500 team right now. And it's a shame because they have guys on their team that should be morphed into stars by now, and they're just not. You know, they're they're that second tier underneath all the greats in the league right now. And I am, you know, I'm not a big basketball guy, but it's frustrating because we have guys on our team that should be at that level, and they're just not. So I agree. The, I think the biggest fault this year is that Tatum and Brown didn't turn into that extra. Right, extra and that's what I want. said earlier. Like at some point, you've not you're not like the new talent. You are the talent, right? And and, and you have to become that that uh, top tier level player to be able to win championships. And it seems like the guys that the that the C's drafted and got just aren't going to be those guys. They're going to be the next best, and you're not going to win championships. Went championships when you're the next best, so sucks to suck. All right, let's move on to movie. We're losing Tucker. The drugs are starting to kick in. Um, I do, unfortunately, have some bad news for Tucker. He's losing a point. Did not watch flight this week. You can't tell someone that's drugged up they're losing a point. So we'll you're losing a point. You're, the point. You are now. I appreciate the that. reigning no. champion is sitting at zero points for the season. Hey, he started slow back to a major comeback. Started slow last year though. Uh, Flight was the movie. Tucker didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Bill and Cam, please discuss and rig. I'll start it off. It's my movie. Um, I've seen this now three times, I believe. And it's one of those movies that it's not something you watch over and over. But if you watch it like once a year, it's something that is just a very good plot-wise. It's something that could really happen. And then it's Denzel Washington. So it's, 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 you can't get much better, honestly. Um, he's funny. My favorite character in the movie is John Goodman. Comes in closer to the end. Um, Denzel needs a little pick me up. John Goodman comes in with the goods and he gets him woken up and ready to go. Um, overall, I think this movie has had some laughs. It's got some drama. It's got some real-life situational possibilities. I love the movie a little more every time I watch it. I'm going to give it an 8-1. I, uh, but before you go, I have seen the movie. I don't know if this is a real-life movie, Kim. You fucking no, 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 it's not plain inverted. No, it's not based on... <laughs> I know it's not based on a true story. I'm just saying I don't think you can kind of, you can really do that. Jumbo Jet inverted. But that was the one part I didn't mean. I don't know if that's possible. Also on Coke? Like, like I don't know. Well, thinking the part where, like, a pilot has a couple nips before his flight. Yeah, yeah. Has, yeah. yeah if Maybe you're... not a pound of Coke and, like, a bottle of vodka, like he does, or whatever. But still? Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're flying planes nonstop, like, you gotta be drinking a little bit, or else you're gonna go insane. Um... This guy kind of takes it to the next level. Denzel, to quote my uh, favorite rapper, Krispy Kreme, Denzel Washington, the best actor ever. He's so darn cool. cool. He's so darn clever. So, 
Um, Denzel Washington, amazing actor, played fa- fabulous role here. Uh, Goodman also great, great character as Cam mentioned. I I didn't actually watch the film, so I'm not gonna take like say that I didn't. I have it here. I have it here. I was gonna watch it. I was I got too busy with the girlfriend last night. She started. Uh, get, we we had a little heart yeah, to heart last night, so so uh, couldn't couldn't watch the film. Uh, I have seen it once before, um, but I, I I guess I can't rate it. But it's a pretty good film. We may need to disqualify Flight from uh, Best Picture this year because the one score of eight point one is going to send it way up into the rankings. But we'll see later on. Um, Tucker. Can you pick a movie for us, or do you need some I would assistance? love to. So I decided, you know what, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to bring everyone down with me. So I'm picking the movie Catwoman, the classic Halle Berry film. Oh, that's no. One of the most terrible movies of all time. Uh, yeah, I figured, you know what, I don't have to watch the movie this week. You guys do, because you didn't watch what the movie you this week. You still have to watch uh, the movie. I get a week off. No. We're gonna go negative. That's no, not no, what that. No, you gotta miss two in a row. Oh. I missed that those two in a row. So this one I can get off, and then if I miss the one after this, then I lose another point. So no. I have fun watching Catwoman oh, this week. Let's guys. vote on this. We'll vote no. on this right now. No, no, no Catwoman. No, no, no. One hundred percent. You miss two weeks. It's then every week after. Yeah. Oh, I can't watch Catwoman. What are you not gonna watch? Then pick another one. You would never have to watch another movie. No, no, I'll watch Catwoman. <laughs> all right. We're all got it. Cam can get it off. He's the only one who can take it off. <laughs> all right, Catwoman starring Halle Berry. God, this is a bad movie, by the way. I've never I know, seen it. I it's terrible. I've watched it. It's. At, I was like eight when it came out, and I still was like, this sucked. All right. Catwoman it is. Um, Dale, you can, you can afford to lose, some, lose a point, I think, so... Um, all right, that's Waste of Takes. Um, check us out on our socials. we got two polls coming out this week. And good luck on your brackets. Uh, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.